Welcome to this week's Selk Grassroots Podcast, all around the leagues, brought to you by the Down to Play app. Grassroots football is finally back and we're buzzing. Get Down to Play today, the UK's leading app for next game availability. Download Down to Play from the App Store and Google Play. Hello and welcome back to the Barnet League portion of the Selk Podcast. In Division 1, Chef Chalmers 3, Highgate Albion Reserves 4, and in a doubleheader, Locomotive Thunder 0, Kadaris Town 2 in Game 1, and Locomotive Thunder 2, Kadaris Town 2 in Game 2. In Division 2, Mill Hill Club the Football 0, Edmonton Lions 2 in Game 1, and Mill Hill Club the Football 0, Edmonton Lions 0 in Game 2. In Division 3, Stratford Arms 1, Trent Park 2, very big result for Trent Park at the top of the table. In Division 5 in a doubleheader, Camden FC 4, Borelli 1 in Game 1. And Camden FC 3, Borelli 1 in Game 2. Maidavia 0, Clerkenwell 6. Armenian Youth Association 1, the Bandits 5. Now moving into the Cup results. In Intermediate Cup action, Enfield Albion 3, Joga Benito 5. Highgate Albion thirds three, FC Cricklewood nil, NLR four, Colney Hatch Athletic nil, New Barnet nil, Barnet Salsa three, and Whetstone Wanderers two, Sopranos FC together two, Whetstone Wanderers advancing four two on penalties. In the Senior Challenge Cup, Northumberland Park Rangers nil, Takers seven, very impressive result there for Takers. Park Rolls 3, North London Colts 3. Park Rolls avoiding the upset on penalties there against the 3rd Division North London Colts. And the Wrongans 4, United House 1. In the Junior Trophy, AFC Oakwood Reserves 3, Whetstone Wanderers under, 21, under 23's 0. Maida Via 3, North London Panthers 2. That was played earlier in the week. And in the Premier Cup, in another, in another result that was played early in the week, Edmonton Lions nil, AFC Rose 2. Uh, very good performance for the boys um, on a Monday night, the first game back from uh, our lockdown break. And uh, it was a very good result for us. Shortened game, but we pulled through. Good result against a team that uh, had a lot, of, a lot of new players. So uh, it was very hard to kind of distinguish what level they were. But we got a good result. And in the Middlesex Junior Trophy, Enfield United 3, West London Dynasty 2. Moving on to the fixtures. In the Premier Division, we have Takers facing Park Royals, Traps and Spore UK facing Hornsey and Highgate, AC United facing AC Finchley. And in my game of the week, rematch of the London Cup semi-final from last season, Highgate Albion versus Gower All-Stars. We've gone for a 3-1 win for Highgate Albion. They can actually go top of the table with a win there. Into Division 1, we have AFC Oakwood facing Peckham Sport Peckham. Enfield United facing Chiff Chow and Berbers. Northumberland Park Rangers facing Highgate Albion Reserves. And in my game of the week, Kadaris Town versus the Wrongans. I'm going for a 2-1 win for the Wrongans there. Into Division 2, we have Grange Park facing Shentry Athletic. United House facing Mill Hill Club the Football, Edmonton Lions facing Inter Mill Hill, 
and the big game, game of the week, double banker, AFC Rose versus GTFA. I've actually gone for a tight 2-1 win in both games for us. Into Division 3, we have AFC Muswell Hill facing London Orient, Arnus Rangers facing Stratford Arms, Enfield Albion facing North London Colts, Hendonians facing Enfield Athletic, and in my game of the week, Highgate Albion thirds versus Trent Park. I've gone for a 4-1 win for Trent Park there. Into Division 4, we've got NLR versus Joga Benito, Colney Hatch Athletic versus Sopranos FC together. And in my game of the week, top of the table clash, Roving Reporters versus Whetstone Wanderers Old Boys. I've gone for a 2 all draw there. Into Division 5, we've got Camden FC versus North Atletico Seniors, Armenian Youth Association versus Pro Panthers, Borelli versus Real Menza, Maida Villa versus the Underdogs. And in my game of the week, we have Gospel Oak Football Club versus Clerkenwell. I've gone for another two-all draw there. Into Division 6, we start off with a pair of double-headers. AFC Edmonton versus Whetstone Wanderers under-23s and GTFA seconds versus Oak Hill. AFC Muswell Hill seconds face Grange Park Reserves. And in my game of the week, North London Wanderers versus Uslot. I've gone for a 3-2 win for Uslot. Join us next week where we'll have the results from this week's Barnet League action. Thank you. Hello and welcome to the Bromley and South London Football League part of the Silk podcast for this week. Um, great to be back. It's um, just great to be reporting back on football and to have had games played this weekend and be looking forward to games this weekend. Um, from a personal point of view, playing again and seeing my club back in action um, and seeing the league back in action and, and so many teams and players returning to doing what they love, which is brilliant. Um, there has been some some dropouts from the league. So first of all, I think it's worth just going through through that. So since um, lockdown restarted, we, we said to teams to vote on whether we we're going to restart the league. Um, the clubs voted unanimously to to not unanimously actually that's wrong they started they 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 wanted to play some teams were hoping that they would we would organize friendly tournaments other teams voted to continue with the league um scrapping the cups um that was the the the, the large majority over three quarters of people in the end uh, some teams decided they weren't going to carry on hopefully rejoining us next season although um not all teams necessarily will but we said there'd be no financial penalty for teams who wanted to give up for the rest of this season and come back again in September. And in terms of fixtures, it's eased the fixture congestion a little bit. So in our Premier Division, Bauma, who were fighting for the title, they've dropped out, as have Holmesdale and Leighton Athletic Reserves. In um, Division 1, all teams have decided to carry on, which is great. Down in Division 2, Welling United, um, Def had already kind of decided that they weren't going to carry on um, prior to that. Then Crofton Albion, um, also elite, and um, they again uh, had kind of decided before lockdown really that they were likely to, to drop out. So those teams have all dropped out there. And in the third division, um, Beckenham Knights. Beckenham have decided just to run one team for the rest of the season. So on to the fixtures. And we had um, some great games in our Premier Division and First Division across the board. Um, so let's go to the results now. And first of all, in the John Cooper Premier Division, we had a four four league fixtures. Um, the teams that are continuing all um, playing. So Eltham Town 2, Era from Belvedere Reserves 2, 
Uh, Paul Saku scored three from Belvedere. So that's five in five since he's joined them. So that's a positive impact. Um, good competitive draw there. Uh, referee said it was a very good game. Um, Old Rome, one of the title uh, challengers, 4-1 against AMG Ballers. Uh, Pat Brennan, a, a, a familiar name on the score sheet, but Samuel Spong uh, outdid him by getting two. Then 10MB1, FC Greenwich 3. FC Greenwich, another team in the title race. And that was a potential banana skin there. 10MB have, have played really well this year. Upset Baumer just before the break. Um, so good result for FC Greenwich. And no surprise to see Mickey Brown on the score sheet. Another hat-trick for him. What a f- unbelievable season. Carrying on where he left off. Um, and then finally, Westwick and Albion. Neil Bermondsey Town 6. Bermondsey Town still in with an outside shout for the title although it's unlikely Noah uh, Adebayo got two goals for them so well done to Bermondsey FC Greenwich and Old Rhone Northam Town here from Belvedere also getting a point okay down to the Jim Hampson Division 1 and um, a really good match up the first game here Agenda 3 Rustlers 2 Agenda were 2-0 up Russell's got it back to two all and then Agenda scored in the 89th minute. So what a cracking game um, between those two sides. Um, Agenda do seem to be involved in lots of exciting games and now biting finishes. But bad luck to Rustlers. Um, they'll go again next week. Both Rustlers' goals scored by substitutes actually in the second half. So they obviously really did turn the game around. Then we have Eltham Town Reserves nil, South Dulwich 4. South Dulwich in the hunt for promotion uh, for sure. Sharing the goals out again as they normally do. Four different goal scorers for them. Uh, great start back for South Dulwich. Bad luck Eltham Town Reserves. Then Farnborough thirds. A narrow defeat to Red Velvet Reserves. Um, to well done to Red Velvet Reserves. 1-0 Dan Keenan with the only goal in that game. Uh, then Groundhoppers return to form for them. 4-0 against Lewisham Athletic. Uh, Lewisham Athletic have returned to the league this year and have done really well. And, and I was surprised by that result. Groundhoppers were struggling for form before lockdown. Great result for them. 4-0. So um, congratulations to them. Two goals scored by subs there. So teams definitely using their bench when, uh, to, to, to good use with players having not played for a long time. There's quite a lot of unfit players. So those teams maybe with a strong bench have benefited this week. Then Lewisham Project nil. Eden Park 3. Eden Park top. Um, Look, odds on for promotion and, and that title as well. And Lewisham Project still winless, unfortunately, for them. Oliver Keane got two goals for Eden Park. Strangely, Andrea Carrera not on the score sheet for them, um, but still a 3-0 win. They really do look like they're, 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 they're going to get that top spot, don't they? And then West Bromley Albion won, Welling Park Reserves two. Good result for Welling Park Reserves. Unlucky West Bromley Albion. Um, I noticed Daniel Higgins on the score sheet for Welling Park Reserves, um, having played him a lot. For Welling Park's first team over the years, um, nightmares how quick he is. It's good to see him still banging the goals in. Um, OK, down to Division 2. And Beckenham 2, Eltham Eagles 4. Good result for Eltham Eagles. Keeps their title challenge on track. Um, obviously, Farnborough 4th's um, um, 100% record before the break. Um, Eltham Eagles chasing well. Um, Pavel Kostka got two goals for them. Then Matagalpa won, Farnborough fourths won. So Farnborough did drop their first league points of the season, but still a good result. Matagalpa, good side too. Um, yep, yeah, so so good, two good sides there going at it. Peckham Town A2, Old Bexley Town 1. Judging by Twitter, I think Peckham Town A got the fastest goal after the restart within a few minutes of being back. Old Bexley Town... Um, Obviously got back in the game, but Peckham Town prevailed 2-1. So good result for them between two teams who, again, outside chance for promotion. And then a surprising result, really, just by the, not the result, but um, the scale of the loss. STC TNS going at it in Division 3 last year. And, you know, 
STC, I think, beat TNS but and had drawn one game all season. TNS had lost to STC and won all their other games. But this one ended up STC nil, TNS six. Um, great result for TNS. Brilliant result back uh, for them. Maybe that friendly midweek against Chelsefield really helped them get match fit. Elliot Anderson with a hat-trick. Leonard Tarr with two. So well done, TNS. They'll definitely be in the hunt for a promotion place as well. Now down to Division 3. And we've got Eltham Eagles Reserves 1, Chelsefield 1. Um, Eltham Eagles Reserves still top of the table. Chelsefield hunting them down. And a good result that for both teams, really, not to drop points. Um, then Mildeen 10, Red Velvet A1. Mildeen looked the class act here to me. I'd be surprised if they don't challenge for that top spot. Michael Fern with a hat-trick and John James with two. Bad luck for Red Velvet A. What a tough fixture back to play them. Mildeen got a lot of double-headers, though, because they, they've only played four, four, four league games. So, yeah, they're going to have a lot of games to play. Um, could affect them. Um, but I don't see how they're going to stop. They just seem to win every game quite comfortably at the moment at that level. Maybe they should be at a higher level. Right, Slade Green Knights 2, Catford 4. Great result for Catford. They were good before the break. They'd really found their form, and they've taken on again here. Kalodi G will got two for Slade Green Knights. He's been scoring a lot of goals this year, but Daniel Lopez bettered in with a hat-trick for Catford, and they won 4-2. Then Southeast Athletic A1, Dulwich Village Reserves 1. Uh, keenly fought, draw that one. Um for the bottom side against Dutch Ridge Reserves. And then Teviot Rangers 2, FC Peak 4. FC Peak 4 and up by half time. Teviot Rangers got two goals back. Um, Alex Dyer got a hat trick for FC Peak. Bad luck to um, Teviot. Too slow to start. A few mistakes from what I gather. Um, but well done to FC Peak. Second in the table and looking really good. I mean, so improved from last year. Um, good to see. Okay. Let's go on to fixtures for next week. So, fixtures next week. We've got a London Junior Cup game. South Dulwich playing Metrogas. Tough game for South Dulwich. That against Metrogas of the Kent County Division 1. Um, yeah, but I hope they'll, they'll do the league proud. Okay, on to the Premier Division. We've got AMG Ballers against FC Greenwich. Um, potential banana skin for FC Greenwich. Again, AMG Ballers did well before the lockdown, though they suffered at the hands of Old Roan last week. Then we've got Bermondsey Town against 10MB in a double header. So six points and offer for Bermondsey or 10MB there. That could push them right up the table either side. They're both capable of winning that one. Then Eltham Town won. Um, Eltham Town first team, sorry, against Old Roan. Should be a good game as well. Uh, Eltham Town were right in the title hunt last year. Um, Old Roan obviously top of the table this year, as they were at the end of last year when lockdown happened. Should be a good game. And then West Wickham Albion against here from Belvedere Reserves. Um, that, again, two of the teams at the bottom half, bottom bit of the table, will be looking for... Um, um, three points there. Then Division 1, Jim Hampson Division 1, Eden Park against Rustlers should be a really good game this one. Rustlers will be looking to take some points off the top side. Then Farnborough Old Boys Guild against Agenda. Uh, Lewisham Athletic in a double header against West Bromley Albion. Two uh, very established clubs there. Then Red Velvet Reserves in a double header against Groundhoppers. Lots of points available here. Could really affect the table, these double headers. Team picks up four, six points, make a big difference. Um, then we've got Welling Park Reserves against Eltham Town Reserves. Um, Lewisham Project without a game this week um, because of South Dulwich in the London Junior Cup. Then Division 2, Eltham Eagles against London Legends, a doubleheader. Good chance for them to get some points there. Um, London Legends, chance for them to pick up a, a, a first point of the season. These doubleheaders can sometimes throw some strange results up. You'd fancy Eltham Eagles to get six points. Peckham Town A against Farnborough. A tough game for Farnborough as they're holding on to that top of the table. Peckham Town A started the season back well and they're in the hunt for promotion. STC looking to turn around... Um, bounce back from that 6-0 defeat against TNS against Old Bexley Town who are looking to bounce back from their defeat to Peckham Town A and then TNS against Beckenham TNS were hoping to carry on their form Beckenham looked to pick up their points first points since the lockdown Matt Galfer a spare this week there um, 
Then we have, yeah, London Legends didn't play last week, did they? And that one, uneven number in that division. And then Division 3, Chelsfield against Catford. Um, two teams who have been doing really well. There's three officials on this one as well, so it should be a good one. Um, then we've got Dulwich Village Reserves against Slade Green Knights. Um, Dulwich Village Reserves drew with the bottom team last week. Slade Green Knights lost to Catford, so they'll be hoping for better. FC Peak against Mildeen. FC Peak second in the table. Mildeen with 100% record so far. Um, yep, should be a good game. Hopefully... FCP can give Mildeen a good game because they've been, as I say, they've been cruising at this level so far. Red Velvet A against South East Athletic A. Um, yep, yeah, I'm hard to call that one. Um, Red Velvet A, in, inconsistent at times. South East Athletic A, bottom of the table, but have picked up some results. And then Teviot Rangers reserves against Eltham Eagles reserves. Eltham Eagles reserves looking for that promotion spot, top of the table against Teviot Rangers reserves looking to bounce back from that Catford game. Um, I've got to say games of the week got to be in that top division because I really think it could make a big uh, impact some of the results this um, this week. Uh, you've AMG Borders against FC Greenwich, tough game for FC Greenwich. Then 10 and B or Bermondsey have got a chance Six points on offer, um, which could make a big difference to the table. And then Elton Town against Old Rome, which is a really big game. So, yeah, I think they're, they're, those three games look brilliant for me. Westwick and Mal being against here from Belvedere Reserves. Again, it'd be nice to see who's competitive there. We've lost three teams in that division, including Leighton and, and Holmesdale down the bottom. So, Westwick and Mal being here won't want to be finishing uh, bottom of that division. So, there you go. That's the fixtures for next week. Really looking forward to uh, seeing how the games go. Great to be back. Um, thanks for listening. Hello and welcome to the Essex Sunday Football Combination. I'll be giving a review of the 11th of April fixtures plus a rundown of all the results from last Sunday the 4th. We're so pleased to be able to report on the resumption of our league campaign. Our teams recognise and respect the decisions that we took prior to the start of this current season. That was back in September last year and understand why we went to the smaller divisions. We are now able, of course, to actually finish those campaigns and look forward to starting afresh when season 2021-22 starts next September. Firstly, on to our senior division. This is from the 4th of April last weekend. Barkingside 4, Walthamstow Red Star 1. Barkingside put in a fantastic effort from the first whistle and caught the visitors off guard. Red Star manager Abdur Akbar Sadiq paid tribute to the professional job that meant his team could not sustain their previously good start to the season. Even though there has been a substantial layoff due to the pandemic, it appears to have worked much more in the favour of the home team already. A two-goal salvo from Richard Cohn, plus strikes from Archie Hammond and Burkhan Belindia, made sure that the team kept on the coattails of the teams above them in the table. Walthamstow still lead the way though, but Barkingside climbed to fourth. This ended up being a big statement for Franco's boys and they will seek to add to their Premier Cup with added confidence. The next game is the one that I was a referee for, so I have much more of an insight into it. It was Belfry 1, Newbury Forest 1. Expectations were high heading into this game, but soon the reality set in that not much changes in the world of Sunday morning footballers. Checking through social media pages often reveals much about the conditions of players post-lockdown rather than the physio's opinion. Hence the home team were rattling around, for one reason or another, grabbing scrub players from their pits after a shortage of bodies for the game. 
The build-up to April the 4th had seen much interest in returning to action, so maybe spreading yourself too far over the course of this Easter weekend had been a futile effort. Back to the game, though. Belfry still had a fairly decent team out, actually taking the lead in the third minute through Malachi Toussaint when he pounced on a hesitant defence and headed over an uh, stranded keeper. Many people expected the onslaught to start, but the home team stuttered as their unfamiliarity began to break down attacks while Newbury Forest found themselves making headways further downfield. It was turning into quite a game, though, chances and half-chances being spurned at both ends. But it took until the 57th minute for Forrest to actually get their just rewards and a penalty for a push in the area. This was confidently dispatched by Lloyd Ross and it fuelled the visitors' desire to push on and see if they could grab a winner. As Belfry pushed on, Forrest keeper Ollie Bessex was in inspired form and in more rave reviews for this man-of-the-match performance, he pulled off a string of worldly saves and inspired his teammates to push on and let their creative play carve out a few more opportunities. Their bench, though, gasped in horror as a couple of magnificent chances were spurned as the ball thundered against the bar and a late effort ballooned over the bar from a few yards out. The game ebbed out to a draw, though. A good game in the circumstances and a chance for both teams to work on what they had seen today. Belfry are still in with a chance of the title though. While despite slipping to third, their season will rest on how they come back next week. While Forrest will have that renewed belief that the time will come given the level they achieved today against good opposition. We're United nil. J.K. Silvertown 2. Now this was a highly anticipated encounter and it brought together two very hard-working and enterprising teams. Last season saw them share identical score lines home and away which shows they're not a million miles from each other in terms of application and desire. But today, Silvertown edged it when it mattered. Home team coach and founder Ross Weir admitted after the game that there were things to work on as he watched his charges succumb to defeat and a couple of moments that could have been avoided. But such coaching also recognises when the opposition deserve to take the points and then sets about making sure they're ready for the next game. Although defeat today was painful, it may be a blessing as their overall aim comes sharply into focus. I personally see them getting back to plan in the coming weeks. J.K. Silvertown, on the other hand, were inspired from the start, knowing that any advantage will be devastating in their charge towards the title. This win takes them to within three points of first place, with four games in hand, but those in the challenging group are seriously close behind and in similarly good shape. An early chance and a penalty award put this game way beyond Weir United, and they settled for the win and in the end proved a big result against all predictions prior to the match. Some big games coming up next week. J.K. Silvertown face the might of reigning champs global at the Pyramids. The pitch will play a part as they are not the biggest, and might fall into the East Londoners' laps, but they will be wary of the visitors who earned a splendid interleague friendly over a confident Corinthian team, Eastway Athletic today.
we're United face an equally tough Sunday doubleheader against Belfry. But it is a chance for six big points for both sides. Barkingside's next game sees them visit Newbury Forest. And prior to the day, might have seemed an easier game. But now that is out the window and a similar attitude to today will be required to keep the momentum going. Division 1. Only the one game today in this division and that was Newbury Forest Reserves 4, BSL 1. What a day for Newbury Forest Stables as the reserves captured all three points in a home thumping of BSL. I'm quite sure the lockdown has affected both camps and it's therefore not easy to understand what footing the visitors may have been on. But there's no doubt this fast return for Forest is key to them heading towards glory this season. Throwing an appearance in the major final back in September, regardless of that resulting final loss, they did make a grand game of it against top opposition, who ultimately lifted the trophy. Based on how they took the game to higher opposition, proves they have the makings of a team who can win more they can lose. This defeat of BSL, courtesy of goals by Brady Jones, Tom Mason and a pair for Abidemi Lamina, hauls them into contention for a podium spot. And they do this with a game in hand on the next two teams above them. Next week sees BSL hope to recover lost ground with a visit of high-flying Loxford Lions. The visitors are always a threat and their season can regain its sense of purpose with a result against an unpredictable home team. And they are probably still feeling a little sore after the defeat on the 4th of April. Debden Sports played a memorial game for the late John Busby. He was a local footballing good guy and a friend to Martin, who's Debden's coach and manager. This coming Sunday, though, they reopened their league campaign at home to Flamengo. I actually covered this game last season, and it was a corker, as both were top of their form and fought out a terrific 2-2 draw. I know both clubs have it in their locker to produce the same commitment, and this has all the elements to be up there again. Hilford, the league leaders, returned to action with the visit of the uncomparable Southfield for Catholics. I'm sure the men in green will relish the opportunity of meeting the unbeaten and impressive men from Rolling Valley. But on paper, this one seems easier to call than many other games. But it does come down to who comes out of hibernation in the best shape. One thing that both clubs possess is a togetherness and desire to be the best that they can, maximising the potential they have before them. Combination Division 2 Belfry Sunday Reserves 1, Barking Colts 2. Perhaps this was most unexpected result of the day, and with it the Colts lifted themselves off the foot of the table thanks to goals from Lewis Price and Richard Walters. Belfry Reserves will be kicking themselves, and John, their coach, paid tribute to the victors in his post-match social media commentary. When Mr Blasdale gives you a compliment, you know it's a well-deserved and one to cherish. It also pleases the league to see everyone gain a win now and again and this one is a triumph that keeps the fires burning in a team built on just going out there to enjoy the game. Belfry were obviously annoyed at losing but also the opportunity to climb up the fourth in the table. Not all is lost though and with the capabilities and depth of squad knowing immediate return and review of what went wrong we'll see them back on the march next weekend.
Colts, on the other hand, can use this as a stepping stone to better things, and I'm sure they will have celebrated a noted triumph and have the heads held high for quite a while yet. Something from nothing, five, Cardinals, nil. A very big statement from a team going places was what we can take from this clash of the day in Division 2. I'm sure the Cardinals saw this game as an opportunity to take points off the potential top two in the league campaign, but this was just a different day. A strange day, but one that has made a very big impact on the division. It probably did the Cardinals the big disservice. The pandemic putting pay to their hopes to continue their impressive unbuckling of EMH before the last lockdown. Today they felt the full face of a marauding SFN outfit, fully intent of going to the land of milk and honey. Would there be any obstacles they can't overcome as they continue to impress and sweep aside those in their way? What will the next year hold for them? This 5-0 win, perhaps more of a comprehensive win than many originally thought, came courtesy of a wonderful hat-trick by Temi Alaka, with Cyril Jean Pluche and David Prenger grabbing one apiece. The signs are very good for SFN. A full house on the second week of fixtures after lockdown in the second division is coming this weekend. Barking Colts will be hoping to see off the challenge of Hainal Athletic, who return to action for the first time, but finding it tough with a continuing interruption to COVID-19. The visit to the Colts will now be much more hard considering the home team's win last weekend. Cardinals Athletic meet Belfry Reserves have both looked to recover from losses last week. Who will be putting in the hard yards before the game? Wholesome Well reappear for the first time, but have a hell of a job facing off against the juggernaut SFN. It's actually third versus second, so a game of gigantic proportions. Contender for game of the day, in my words. Lastly, Sheer Force meet Essex Miners, essentially teams from opposite ends of the table. Who will hit the ground running? Surely EMH can't allow another team to steal them away from what has been an impressive promotion campaign so far. We wish every team in the combination the best of luck for this coming weekend. But that's all from the Essex Sunday football combination for this week. And we wish all grassroots team every best wish as they return to action. We look forward to hearing your stories, but stay safe and may the best teams win next weekend. Bye for now. Keep it simple. Get down to play today. The UK's leading app for next game availability. Download Down to Play from the App Store and Google Play. Hello and welcome to the Hearts Advertiser Sunday Football League section of the Selk podcast. Um, great to be back playing football this past week or so. Um, I know everyone's buzzing about it, the buzz on social media across all the leagues is fantastic and uh, the grassroots community. So yeah, good to be back. Um, load of fixtures this week. Um, results, sorry, just gone. Uh, I'll start off, we had some games on Good Friday actually. So I'll start off with them and then roll on to the Easter Sunday ones where we had a full uh, set of fixtures. So on Good Friday, in the Premier Division, uh, ended Skewbridge 2, AFC Rangers 0. In Division 1, AFC London Road Reserves 3, Blacksmiths 1. Verulam Old Boys 2, BWSC 2. 
in Division 2, Harpen and Colt Old Boy Reserves 2, Little Heath 0, and Welling Warriors 1, Player Packs 1. In Division 3, Forza Watford 3, TNF 0, Royston Rangers 4, Hansbury's 1, and finally in Division 4, it was Royston Rangers Reserves 2, Welling Warriors Reserves 3. Moving on to Easter Sunday then, we had a full set of fixtures. Everyone who didn't return on the Friday came back on the Sunday. Um, brilliant to have a full set of fixtures as well. Everyone everyone involved straight away from the off. So in the Prem, we've got AFC London Road 2, Six Bells 2, Blackbury Jacks 1, AFC Rangers 2, Brookmans Park 4, Hilltop 0, Phoenix 2, Beehive 4, and Plough and Harrow 1, Skewbridge 3. In Division 1, Blacksmith 7, Harpen and Colt Old Boys 1, Bournemouth Rovers 4, AFC London Road, Reserves 1, Hearts Lions 3, BWSC 1, Snug Bar 1, Hilltop Reserves 2, Verenham Old Boys 1, FC Welling 4. In Division 2, we had AFC Mims against Wheathampstead 89, ended 3-2 to Wheathampstead 89. Oaks 2, Little Heath 4, Player Packs 3, Pinewood 1, St George's 4, New Greens 2, Welling Warriors 1, Harpen and Colt Old Boy Reserves 4. In Division 3, it was Bournemouth Raiders 1, Hansbury's 2, Royston Rangers 0, Mermaid 3, TNF 0, Beehive Reserves 3, Wishing Well 2, Forza Watford 0, Wheat Amsterdam Wanderers 2, Phoenix Reserves 0. In Division 4, Hatfield Mosquitoes 1, St Albans Warriors 5, Marshallwick Rovers 0, Hatfield Seniors 2, Phoenix A 0, Royston Rangers Reserves 0, Wrestlers 1, Welling Warriors Reserves 1, Welling Pegasus 2, Brookmans Park Reserves 2. Moving on to this coming Sunday then, we've got some fixtures. Uh, I think we've got a full set of fixtures pretty much again. Um, starting with the Prem, we've got AFC Rangers against Phoenix. Hilltop against AFC London Road. Six Bells against Plough and Harrow. Skewbridge against Brookmans Park. And the Beehive against Blackbridge Axe. In Division 1, it's AFC London Road Reserves against Verulam Old Boys. Bournemouth Rovers against Snug Bar. BWSC against uh, Hearts Lions. And FC Welling against Harpen and Cole Old Boys. And then finally in Division 1, it's a double header between Hilltop Reserves and Blacksmith's two 60-minute games over at uh, Bertrand Ledger Centre. Division 2, Harpen and Colt Old Boys against AFC Mims. Little Heath against Player Packs. New Greens against St George's. Pinewood against Oaks. Wheat Amsterdam 89 against Welling Warriors. Division 3, Forza Watford against Mermaid. Hansbury's against the Wishing Well, Phoenix Reserves against TNF, Royston Rangers against Wheat Amsterdam Wanderers, the Beehive Reserves against Bournemouth Raiders, and finally Division 4, Brooklyn's Park Reserves against Marshallwich Rovers, Hatfield Mosquitoes against Royston Rangers Reserves, Hatfield Seniors against Welling Pegasus, St Albans Warriors against the Wrestlers, and Welling Warriors Reserves against Phoenix A. That's all for this week. Next week we'll crack on properly with the Super 6, etc. It's just been a bit of a busy week for everyone in the league. And uh, yeah, good to be back. Take care. Bye-bye. After months of uncertainty, grassroots football has finally been given the green light to go ahead. 
Sunday the 4th of April saw 18 fixtures completed in the North Kent Sunday League. In the senior division, only one game took place, with Sun running out 3-1 winners against AFC Oddfellows, with Charlie Clover scoring twice and Mike Hagen adding the other. In Division 1, Jimmy Dyke fired in a treble with Josh Bishop and Charlie Tompkins adding the others as Swanscombe Tigers ran out 5-2 winners against South Durham. Lee Watkins and Kieran Wells both scored a brace as Marley Royals won 4-0 against Slade Green Railway. Alf Day and Jack Moore both found the target as Newtown Cobras won it late at 2-1 at Dartford Eagles. The other game in the division saw Hive Titans defeat New Ash Green by two goals to nil. In Division 2, the Old Leather Bottle had a good 4-1 win over Swanscombe Tigers reserve, reserves with Harry Doyd scoring three and Bobby Wells the other. Gravesend Spartans won 2-1 against former league leaders Black Lion Hartley with goals from Tom Goddard and Marcus Whittle. AFC Rocheville had a 4-1 win away at Rising Eagles, while Springhead Park and Cobham shared the spoils with a one-all draw, James Kerr and Tom Arnold scoring respectively. In Division 3, Jevon Hundle and Freddie Wolven scored, both scored for Verbena in their two-all draw with Taverners. Pelham Arms just got the better of Halls Athletic with a 2-1 win, whilst the day's top scorers belonged to Gravesend United as they won 10-1 against Welling Park Wanderers. In Division 4, Adam Taylor scored twice, with Luke Jenkins adding the other as Ridgeway Darts won 3-1 at Darston Athletic. Tom Osmond scored twice on his debut with Darren Clark adding the third in Nuevo Club's 3-0 win against Zens. And Josh White's lone strike for Hollisters gave them a narrow 1-0 victory over Dartford Athletic, whilst the Rose Athletic won 2-1 against Queen. In the GNM Motors Cup, Marcus Hedden fired in a hat-trick, with Broderick, Pryor, Sheed, Vickery and Horsman completing an 8-1 win over Sean Heim. That's all for this week. We'll be back with more news from the North Kent Sunday League next week. Hi guys, it's Rav from Grand Sports Club, representing the R&D. So the league is officially back, and there is a bit of a change. Uh, so no double headers uh, for us. It will be just everyone plays everyone once, um, and all to, all the cups will be returning. Uh, the league want to kind of get everything done by June, so all cups and leagues complete uh, in some way or another. So starting off with the Prem. AFC Rangers nil, Chatham Town Saturday six, Gillingham Green losing two 0 to Parkwood Community Association, Medway City winning two one against Medway Borough, Medway Stars losing three one um, to the Stag, uh, in Division One, AUI Sports winning four one against Pavilion, Eccles losing six one to Cliff United, Hunton drawing one all with Ballstall FC, and Medway Knights losing one nil to Ash Green. And Sittingbourne Town 2 all draw against Park Regis Athletic. In Division 2, Ballster Wanderers winning 4-2 against the Prince. Cannon 24 going down 1-0 to Waltonbury Wanderers. Greenway Aces picking up a 3-2 win against Equus FC Reserves. Parkwood Community Association Reserves losing 3-1 to FC Waldham. And Range Rover Colts losing 2-0 to FC Minster. In Division 3, FC United Medway winning 2-1 against Medway Athletic, 17 Beachwood 76 winning 4-3 against Macklin Arm 16. Burrow losing 4-0 at home to the Apple Yard. Prince's Park losing 6-2 at home to Bredos Juniors. 
and ourselves Grand Sports Club winning 3-1 away at Tekkers. In Division 4, Bly Sports winning 5-0 against Rochester FC. Gillingham Bilbao drawing 4-0 against Greenway Aces Reserves. Little Shastard winning 13-0 against Bleakwood Rangers. Midway Athletic losing 4-1 at home to Raynham Kenilworth. Mildtown winning 2-1 against Medway Tigers. And in the one cup game from last weekend in the Centenary Cup Group C Round 2, the Village Upchurch winning 3-0 against Park Regis Reds. On to fixtures for this weekend. Starting with the Prem. Ancorians take on Medway City. Chatham Town Saturdays take on Medway Stars. Gillingham Green take on AFC Rangers. And Riverside take on the Stag. In Division 2, Waterbury Wanderers take on Parkwood Community Association Reserves. Into the Cups, Centenary Cup Group A. Parkwood Community Association take on Medway Borough. In Group B, same competition. Ballster Wanderers take on Sittingwell Town. Cannon 24 take on Park Regis Athletic. And Eccles take on Ballster FC. In Group C, British Juniors take on Little Charlesford. Green Aces Reserves take on Borough. In the Quarter Century Cup, Group B, AFC Minster take on Stockbury Athletic, Ash Green take on Cliff United, and FC Waldham take on Range Rovers Colts, Medway Rovers 18 take on Hunton, and Pavilion Athletic take on Greenway Aces, the Prince take on AEI Sports. In the Quarter Century Group C, AFC United Medway take on Gillingham Bilbao, and Corian's Academicals take on Medway Tigers, ourselves Grand Sports Club take on Raynham Kenworth, Macklin Arm 16 take on Princess Park. Medway Athletic 17 take on Bleakwood Rangers. Rochester FC take on the Apple Yard. And Tekkers take on Medway Athletic FC. This week's Selk podcast was brought to you by Down to Play, the simple app for next game availability. <laughs> <laughs>